medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical, legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. 9 Massachusetts locations Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York. It's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome. It's the Young Jerks every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford. Also known as Mike Can, Mike Can, Boston, at yes, Twitter on Twitter. Follow on Twitter, Mike Can Boston. Also the Young Jerks, J U R K S on Twitter and Facebook. Like, follow. Uh, we got a big show today. Um, that other voice you heard, which wasn't mine, was my sidekick is back from Haiti. My uh, on-air talent. What's his name? His name's Rhodes Pierre. Yes, that's correct. Mike Cam, Mike Crawford representing here with the Young Jerks. He's Look, here when it's dangerously cold today. It's, <laughs> I don't think people know in Boston right now. I mean, it is, it is yeah. so cold. There aren't pedestrians. There aren't bicycles. Nobody is out. It just don't go out. If you don't have to go out over the next couple of days, don't go out. Because like, I think Tuesday it's going to be like 40. Right now it is zero degrees, 40, 50 mile an hour winds. It is just so cold out there. People are scared to go out. Don't go out. Even the like five minutes I was out there with gloves, with all the equipment, it is cold. That's why we have no... I'm basically saying, you know, guests, don't come in today. We'll take everybody by phone call. We're hunkered down, and uh, that's my recommendation. Stay in and listen to us. Absolutely. That's the best, that's At the best home. plan. At home. Because we got a big show today. Right now on the phone, we have a, a special guest, someone uh, who I've you know seen on Facebook for a while. Uh, she's an activist. Uh, today, we're going to have her talk uh, to her about her brother, who's uh, currently in jail, and, and talk about his story and how it represents some other stories that are out there like this. Uh, dealing with, you know, a big issue right now in the presidential campaigns is this whole judicial issue, right? Yep, yep. Judicial reform, whether it's white or black, let's, you know, there is a big issue. Um, no matter if you are white or black. Black, it's even worse. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's it's terrible for everybody. Who, anyone if you black and you pull. Yeah. Okay. Um, but today we want to talk to Deanna because uh, she had sent me a link to an interesting story about her brother and his uh, and his case um, and an appeal that he's he's hopefully going to get and and the situation with him right now and it really did touch me because uh, I think that uh, it's deserving of some airtime so I want to welcome her to the show today uh, welcome Deanna hey hey Deanna. thank you so much Mike and Young Jerks I sincerely appreciate your time and all the work that you guys do for the movement and prohibition. Thank you, Deanna. Deanna Jean uh, Ryther. I'm saying your name right, right? Yes. Okay. 
So tell us about yourself, though, but before we get into your brother's case, because I've seen you working on uh, that, what you just brought up, cannabis, uh, ending cannabis prohibition. Well, how are you involved? What are some of the things that you're involved in and support? Absolutely. I'm a proud member of Parents for Pot, and I'm also the Minnesota team leader. So I do a lot of work with Parents for Pot, and through that venue, we reach out in a lot of different directions, work with a lot of different people across, well, nationally, and now we're getting international as well. I'm really proud of what we do. We just had the holiday drive. That was really successful. We got to help over 30 families and Tell us about that, what, what that means, what, what you guys actually do, because I think this is very um, interesting and kind of probably, I feel like, what a lot of the major reform groups are missing, kind of the heart and the movement actually, you know, saying we all got to stick together and help each other. Tell us about what, what this drive is about and what it actually does. Absolutely. Um, our focus is bringing families together to end cannabis prohibition and to work with the truly compassionate growers, caregivers, providers, manufacturers of different cannabis products and hemp as well, as that gets more uh, attention in the medical industry. Um, our holiday drive, we sponsor children who are either cannabis patients, their, pa their parents are cannabis patients, they've been harmed by prohibition. We also have included the POWs who are serving time in prison for, for, for pot. It's just absurd. And so we look for families that could really use some extra cheer. We draw our cannabis community together. We create wish lists of things that they would like to have and things that they absolutely need. And we take care of people. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, parents for pot. You got, uh, we have Jill actually, who we love. Jill, she's I one of the best Jill. moms. Jill Hitchman Osborne. She's going to be speaking at uh, our event that we're hosting uh, this, you know, like 10 days from now at the Microsoft Center. She's going to be speaking at it. It's called Wicked Good Causes. Causes yep. It's a Thursday. Yes. I can't wait to see that. Um, I like Parents for Pot, and um, I'm glad we got to talk about that uh, to kick off so far. So um, I, I talked earlier, just you know, brought it up about your, you know, why I really wanted to have you on the show today is to talk about your brother's case and this new story that came out. Can you tell us about uh, why people should be interested in it? You know, my brother was falsely accused of rape in uh, 2006. I'm his big sister. I'm also a witness in his case. Um, I was also falsely accused by the same person who accused her and witnessed to people that she's falsely accused throughout her life. And it's, it's a really scary situation, actually. Um, my brother's case put me on the path of an advocate and an activist for, for people's rights, for prisoners' rights, for prison reform. Um, in the process of this journey, I had brain surgery and started using cannabis immediately because I'm from Colorado. And so that put me on the path of becoming an advocate for, for people, for parents, for patients, you know, just all around the, the spectrum of it. It's, it's a pretty hardcore journey. You don't know where your life is going to lead you. Um, we've been fighting for my brother since November 2007 when he was convicted. He was convicted on the charge of rape, victim unable to appraise the nature of their conduct. The prosecutor's argument was that she had been drugged, and that's a pretty serious situation just with more states having legal access and more states being able to have access because there's legal states kind of poking out through the United States. This is sadly something I've learned that's becoming trending. Uh, 
and it's really unfortunate. It really detracts from people who really are sexually violated. So it's a. Uh... But looking at that story, it seemed like they were drinking together. This yes. is the, and and basically they um, slept together. <laughs> and, they had a consensual one night stand. Yeah, yes. and the next day she went back to her husband. And did he? Did your brother even know that she was married? Actually, we grew up with these guys, and so I actually spoke with her husband, Andrew Stutz, um, right after this allegation had happened. It's a, it's a horrible case. It's a horrible tragedy. It's, um, it's mind-blowing, quite literally. It's, um, he knows that my brother is innocent. She knows that she falsely accused him with intent for sympathy, I think, to begin with, but the prosecutor wanted to take a prosecution. And so she prosecuted the case. She applied something called the Rape Shield Statute, which is a constitutional violation on many, many levels. Uh, my brother does have an attorney representing him through this appeal. We're very hopeful. But unfortunately, we have had so many motions, and this case has been swept under the rug and hidden for so long. It's come to the point of having to expose this case. The article that I sent you is the first story to help draw awareness to the situation and I'm trying to get it out as far as I can because this isn't just something that happened to my brother this is something that's happening more and more every day yeah I think it's a tricky it's tricky too because uh, <laughs> being a young man myself back way in the day it's like I who knows I mean bat it's just when you sleep with someone um, after they've had drinks and a social night out or one night stand, uh, uh, men have to be very careful, I'd say, today on that type of situation. That would be my advice. Um, Absolutely, and women too. You yeah. know, men and women are both victims and uh, perpetrators. Yeah, it's it's it's, and I, I just um, want to make sure that we're fair and 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 you know because some people will give us the criticism that we're we're condoning behavior no. that that is not you know exemplary what would you say what would your response be to that my response would be that i am a rape survivor i um i've been on both sides of this this horrible situation this horribly detracts from people who were violated um and that just ties into a well of of just things that we really need to address we we need to have people in positions and trust and power and authority who are upholding their oaths to to serve justice. Uh, unfortunately, we have prosecutors who are willing to prosecute knowingly innocent people, and that's the case in this case. Just like we're we're willing to prosecute people who are trying to help their families with a plan. You know, these these are two very serious issues, and they're the two issues that I'm dealing with in my life. Um, but this can't be used to detract from women and men who have been sexually violated. This is just, it's a horrible place to be. Nobody really wants to believe that somebody is so vile that they would falsely accuse something of such a horrible crime. And unfortunately, there are. And what I want to do and, and what I have done is I reach out to rape support groups to get their involvement, their support, their understanding so that there is a differentiation between real victims and real perpetrators. Now, this appeal that your brothers, um, you know, it's it was filed in December. Yes. 
where does it stand? Like, is there any expectation on when you might get a ruling on that? What might what it might be? The ruling is well. My understanding is the response is due from the Boulder District in May 26th, I believe, and they have missing documents that would really really help my brother. We have a, a juror who worked with the prosecutor who failed to disclose that information on her questionnaire, and the jury questionnaires are missing from the documents at the Boulder District, among some other paperwork that is critically important. Convenient. <laughs> well, uh, is there anything uh, that people could do that are interested in this sort of thing to do to help? <laughs> Absolutely. If they wanted to get more information, I've created a website. Freevichansen, H-A-N-S-E-N dot org. Can you send, also, can oh, you send me that link uh, so we can post it to our Facebook page for people, too? On Facebook? Absolutely. Just send me a message on Facebook and uh, say it again, though. Sorry. Freevichansen dot org. And I'm definitely encouraging people to call the Boulder District Attorney's Office. And that number is 303-441-3700. Attention Stan Garnet, since he's the head district attorney at the time, and ask him where those missing documents are and why they haven't brought this case to resolve. People know that my brother is an innocent person. We've had so many motions disclosing the corruption of the case, the history of this person who has a history of falsely accusing people, and they have ignored the situation, and it's beyond disturbing. It really is. And this has to be addressed. I told him it would be addressed, and, and now we're addressing it. And I cannot thank you enough for taking this call and helping me to bring awareness to the situation. Thank you, Deanna Jean. We're going to definitely post that link on our Facebook page and spread it around. I want to look at it. I want to see what, what kind of information do you have on the website there? There is such a broad spectrum of information. We have support letters that I've gathered from our friends in our community, others that are falsely accused, um, different points of the process, my side of the story. Like I said, I'm a witness in this case. I was not allowed to be a part of the trial. A lot of witnesses weren't allowed to be a part of the trial, and the witnesses who were able to testify were not allowed to testify truthfully because of the rape shield statute. It's just an absolute constitutional violation. My brother was not given a free trial. We have two jurors that didn't want to convict and were pressured into a conviction because they didn't understand they could be a hung jury because they deliberated outside and apart during the fire alarm without their jury instructions or their notes. And they were more concerned about what they were going to be doing that weekend than to decide the fate of a man. Most of them agreed, well, and, and I say most of them very loosely because I've only had indirect correspondence with a couple of the jurors through their, their affidavits. It's just, it's been a horrible thing to be a part of, and and I'm looking forward to the day my brother is set free and that we can help others that have been wrongfully and falsely accused and wrongfully convicted. So it's freevichanson.org? Yes. All right, we're going to post that up. Thank you so much for calling in and kicking off the show. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for all the amazing work you do. Thank you for your support for Parents for Pot. I'm really proud of what we're doing. And uh, if it wasn't for this case with my brother, I, I never would have found my path as an advocate or an activist for probably anything but bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I love bacon. Hey, you're bacon huh? <laughs> I'm a farmer. I married a farmer. So 
If you need any bacon, I'll send you some. Well, speaking oh, of yeah. bacon, yeah. people want us to talk about a police officer that just got busted today. No, 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 no. I'm, you know, well, it's different, and that's another thing I'm really passionate about is talking with law enforcement when I come across them about LEAP, you know, the Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. Yeah, yep. yeah I love that program. Yeah. Absolutely. And more law officers need to be aware of it, supportive of it, and, and publicly in support of it. And more people are, and the more we get to come out of their cannabis closet, the sooner we can end prohibition. Amen. Amen. On Absolutely. That. I love you guys. Thank you. So do I hang up, or what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll drop you off the line now. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. Just remember what MLK said. Have a great time at the event and give Jill an enormously huge hug and high five. And we definitely will, Deanna Jean. And all the kids. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you now. That was Deanna Jean Ryther. Oh, yeah, I said her name. Cool. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m., 617-500-7100. I just want to give her some airtime because, you know... I, I saw some merit in the story. We posted this story. We're going to post her link to the uh, website later on today. Uh, we also got the, the whole Patriot Care thing going on right now. Um, the news that patients are looking to protest the grand opening of a dispensary in Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. 617-500-7100 if you want to weigh in on that. And I'm breaking a big story related uh, probably out on Monday. Big Boston, and I'll, I'll give it to you today, too, if you're listening. So you keep listening. You're going to get stuff, news, information that you don't get anywhere else. There's a lot of scuttlebutt. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of rumor. We're going to try to lay it out today, and uh, we want to hear your phone calls and what you think about it, too. 617-500-7100. And there's also Rhode Island Medical Marijuana, which, again, that's a whole nother can of worms so we'll be talking about that today too if you want to call in uh we also got uh, wicked good causes we talked about that's going to be an amazing time coming up on thursday february 25th yes all day event that we're hosting we're a big part of it'll be fun yeah fundraiser for us fun come fun meet reason. us and hang out with us and meet amazing people doing great things and support them we're creating awareness yeah and we're uh, maybe talk about the united independent party today too uh, some shenanigans going on from the uh, Secretary of State. Well, there's so much to talk about. The corruption. Yeah. So stick with us. Keep keep listening. Look at the numbers. Our numbers are always going up. Uh, we got a lot going on. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. Uh, 617-500-7100. Don't be afraid to call in and weigh in and tell us what you think about these stories we're going to be discussing today. you got to be strong. Yeah. you got to speak up if you think that there's something wrong. Uh, it seems that people do, and we're going to find out soon. And also, you know what else we'll be talking about today, which is an easy one for everybody? How you think about these candidates for the uh, Democratic and Republican Party for president? you got to have an opinion one way or the other. Uh, whether you like Bernie or Hillary or one of these Republicans, I don't know. But call in, 617-500-7100. You can talk about any of these things with us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, right, we're gonna be, we're gonna be go down down the chat today and hit one by one by one by one because it's so cold we don't want guests in the studio. It's just Rhodes, yes, and Mike Crawford or Mike and can Mike and, can and, and yeah, you yeah. did it right. And and someone else is behind that's right, that's the board. Right, the producer, the, the man in charge, Herb. Woo. 
It's just the three of us today. That's right. That's right. We're doing a three-way. The dynamic and trio. And I should have said to uh, Ryan Spaulding, who comes before us every week, thank you so much, Ryan, for uh, giving us the big plug. And you have an amazing show. I love your music. I love your show. Even though you, you know, we we kind of don't like each other, and and, <laughs> and you flirt with too many of the girls that we have on the show, but you know. But it's still cool. It's cool, yeah. and I hope like still I don't part think of the he family. Likes us as much when the women aren't here. No, exactly. It was like a quick goodbye today. Yeah, it was like I'll oh, see you later. I got the. He had a beautiful woman in here <laughs> playing guitar. She's amazing, I guess. And uh, he was more. He didn't care about us because no, no. it was just we had he no t- woman. He, t- he totally forgot who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's like, like Who's where's you? your woman? Yeah, what happened to your woman? <laughs> you guys go down. Your women are gone. All right, so we're covering all the bases. Uh, the Outlaw Road Show we're talking about. Uh, we love Ryan Spaulding. He's very gifted. He does amazing events, amazing music that he does on his show every Saturday before us. So WEMF Radio, where it's going on here every week. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. Like us on Facebook, Young Jerks, you know, J-U-R-K-S. Invite your friends. So anything with going on with the sticker controversy? No, we'll th- we, we're way past that today. Right. We're, we're talking about real controversy today. There's real stuff going on, real like, serious crap. That's what we're going to do. What, you have some music for us to get us in the mood to deal with serious crap, Herbie. Like, well, seriously crap. We're well, like killing it in so many ways, and then we got these idiots. That's what I'm going to say. Well, I was going to play uh, uh, some Beatles and be in a merry mood, but uh, I could play anything else. Uh, we also have a phone call. Well, why don't we take the phone call and hear the music? Put the song on. If you think it's good, is it good? It's okay. It's the Beatles. What is it? Come together. All right, play it. Candy Care Docs. Compassionate, compliant, confidential. We're back live. We're the Young Jerks. And uh, that was uh, Rhodes Pierre. Giving a little bumper for Canicare Docs. We got to thank them again. Absolutely, they're our sponsors, and they keep us on the air. Um, just for that, they do amazing community support. I love them. CanicareDocs.com is the website. If you need a medical marijuana recommendation, you heard me in the ad. Go there. Just look up the website CanicareDocs.com, and you're hooked up. They'll have a location close to you in Massachusetts. Believe me, they're the ones that. Uh, provide a lot of community support too to like veterans they've done more free consultations they're looking at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of services that they've offered for free to veterans and other you know medical marijuana patients like myself that uh you know aren't mega buck rich and this costs money and they're giving as much as they can more than anyone else um that's out there and they're doing it really on a top end level so we got to thank them every week canacaredocs.com uh, my name is Mike Crawford, also known as Mike Can. I'm adjusting my seat here. Uh, I'm all amped up because we got a big story that we're just opening up with right now because this is breaking news. Mass Can Normal is now posted on their Facebook page and their website that they're back in this protest that Bill Downing has uh, talked about on an email list to now protest Patriot Care, who um, just came out in a story from Boston.com that their lobbyist. Their person that they had uh, hired on a contract basis, their consultant, started a a campaign to oppose the legalization of marijuana in Massachusetts, the initiative. Um, I just interviewed this gentleman, Dan Delaney. Uh, He's hoping to raise about $2 million to oppose the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol initiative. Boston.com broke it. I'm done a follow-up. It's going to be in Dick Boston. 
Um, I've also confirmed that the person that owns the website, that no, actually their name is registered for the website for this new campaign against legalization, um, that person also is a consultant for Patriot Care. Patriot Care is uh, denying that they're behind the campaign, the opposition campaign, um, but it seems like maybe they might be. And patients are upset. They're, they're, uh, and we're starting to see that there's going to be a well, protest. You, you know what? That's the whole thing about that. Yeah. It's like once the money gets involved or whatever, people start doing secret deals, the backroom deals. And it's, Tuesday it, is this grand opening. I mean, we, some of us have helped them open. We thought we, we did some good work, service, helping them open in Boston, get that from the mayor, that big fight. Now people are questioning that, too. I don't know where I stand on this. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm starting to think maybe there is some sinister things going on. Um, we got a phone call right now from Canabath. She's on the phone. So why don't we ask her what she thinks about this because people uh, are hearing me spout and you spout roads hopefully all day on it, but we want to hear from some other people on it. What do you, Canabath, have you been following this? I have been a little bit, and um, I'm I'm like you. I'm on the fence. I don't quite understand. I guess I don't have all the facts just yet as to what exactly is going on, but I don't doubt that there's something fishy going on. Um, you know, uh, it's it's really disheartening to me because it seems like the dispensary model is just not cutting it for patients. It's not. It's still not getting patients safe access. Let me ask you this so, question. I talked to Dan Delaney from the consultant from Patriot Care, who's leading this campaign against legalization. And he tells me that he thinks that twenty anyone that, you know, because the, the initiative says between 12 to 24 plants is only a civil offense where you get a small fine. It's not criminal. No one goes to jail if they're over the limit. So it's more really like, you know, the CRMLA is more like 24. There's no criminal. You know, that's great, actually, in my opinion. He told me that he thought that uh, 24 was such a large amount that no medical patient would reasonably need that amount for themselves. That's absolutely insane because an average person who's not an avid, you know, grower that's not an advanced or as experienced grower can only get probably about a, a half an ounce or an ounce, maybe two ounces off a plant if they're really lucky. You know, if they're more advanced and they know what they're doing, they might be able to get a pound off of a plant. But it takes years to get to that point. Um, and if you're making, a lot of people don't like to smoke it. You know, they're using it Edibles. as an edible or a tincture or a sauce. And what, or what, a about, what about like if uh, two, two or three people and a family need it? What if it's a husband and wife and even a grown child or, or, or a young child? I mean, this happens. We see some households Absolutely. where two, you know, one, two, three patients. What if it's for them? I mean... And the thing of it is, if you're going to make flour, say you want to make flour to use in recipes so that you're ingesting the cannabinoids, you have to use at least two or three, four pounds of marijuana to make the flour because a lot of the plant matter gets wasted and thrown away. So, you know, people don't really understand what they're talking about. When they say you have 24 plants, they think you have enough um, medicine for the two or three years. You yep. know, you could survive a nuclear war. Yep. And you know, it's you ridiculous. Know, you know, I, I had a conversation with him, and I kind of let that go at one point, you know, because I was just trying to get all the information, all the quotes from Dan Delaney, the first phone call. But I had followed up, I emailed and questioned that, and I got no response from him on the email. You know, just what we're talking about right now, because I thought that was one of the weakest uh, things that he said. 
Um, it was the like, sad thing and is, I was these at, people the that are making the yeah. laws don't know the, they don't know the plant. They they don't know, and that's, that was my follow. And they don't know patients. Like that was my. It's like I said, you said you're going to be outreaching to patients in medical marijuana community. Well. Have you reached out to patients on this about the 24 plants? Because I'm hearing from medical marijuana patients and their advocates who are saying, I'm supporting CRM, you know, the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol because of the 24 plants, because of the 12, and because of the 6. So there's 6, 12, 14, uh, 24, you know, these designations on how many plants and what happens. I support that, and that's why, you know, there's a little grow your own here, and that's why I'm supporting this initiative, because it makes it better for medical marijuana patients. It allows us to have more access, not less. Allows it us absolutely to- does. In Vermont right now, Bill S-2241 is going to stop medical marijuana grows for patients if it passes. Yeah. You have to urge anybody that you know in Vermont to just kill Bill S-241. That's a they different thing. We, we just want to talk about this today right now. And, you know, later on we'll talk about Rhode Island. We can bring that up. But I want to bring this up. Are you supporting this protest for Patriot Care Cannabis? Yes or no? Um, I'm on the fence because I don't I don't know where they really stand, and you know I'm not going <coughs> to listen to everything that's posted on Facebook. You know I I don't support any. No, you know let me let me restate my, my comments because too because they're they're price gouging the patients. It's well, not compassionate. I want to restate mine. Um, I, I I said I was on the fence about some things because there's been a lot of allegations made. Some of them we haven't even talked about yet. But what I am not on the fence on, I support this protest. I support anyone who shows up for it. I encourage people. I'm encouraging people to protest them. I think that uh, Bill Downey has a point, and Bill Downey is right on this. There's a lot of questions that need to be asked. I don't like what Patriot Care is doing. I don't actually... Something is rotten in Denmark. You know, I was close to this. I worked with them, to, you know, with the mayor and, and the whole thing that we did on the show, and now I'm questioning it. And so I want to just let everyone know I'm not on the fence. Um, How do you keep the corruption out of the whole process? That's the, what I'd like to know. Community, you, keep- you have watchdogs <laughs> like us. We talk about it. We expose it. Well, that I mean, it is a kind of a tough question again. But the I mean, the- and that's what I think they're missing here. I think this is a national group. They're from here somewhat, but they haven't been here. They don't know that this community. It's a small, a, a big town, small town. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, they're they're a, you know. It's a small, it, we can say it a million different ways, but you're, you know, the big fish in a small pond type thing, everyone knows each other. And, and there's a community here that's been here for a while, and uh, I think they're going to see a protest. I appreciate your call today, Kennebeth. Thank you for calling in. Thanks a lot. You guys have fun. You too. And I'm just kind of laying it out, like, uh, you know, right off the bat. She, didn't, she wasn't quite sure. I don't know if I swayed her. But uh, I don't care if I'm trying to sway people. I'm just being honest where I feel right now. I feel like no, well, it is a time to again, protest. Like she said she didn't have enough information to make an opinion. Dennis Cunian has not uh, ruled out supporting this initiative. He, I think he said it to me somewhat, you know, kind of said he wasn't, they weren't going to support the initiative. Um, but I want to see it firmly and strongly. I, I think he kind of is going that way, but I want to see it like, and I want to see them basically say, you know what, Dan Delaney, is, is, we'll never work with him again. I don't know. Something needs to be done here because people, this isn't going away. People are really feeling like Patriot Care. If, if Dan Delaney raises $2 million, where's that money coming from? It's going to come from Mayor Walsh and the district attorneys and Patriot Care. If that's the case, I'd say yes, protest. 
Mm-hmm. Pro- and, and, and all their affiliate little companies, Columbia Care, you know, um, we have friends from Bay State Examiner and Muckrock and Dig Boston and journalists that listen. I, I encourage everyone to do a Freedom of Information Act on uh, Mayor Walsh and his meetings with Patriot Care. Um, also, uh, Mr. Flaherty, City Councilor Flaherty, I would also do ask for the same. I think people need to, I don't know how we do this, we need to get someone in here to help us do this because I think there's a bigger story here with Patriot Care. There's a new story out that shows that Speaker, uh, that uh, City Council, Boston City Council, Flaherty, Michael Flaherty, is now talking about uh, basically passing a bill or law or whatever in the city of Boston that gives Patriot Care a monopoly on downtown Boston. That, well, I just don't like that. From idea. legal or medical. And recreational. Isn't that funny how that just happens? Mm-hmm. From legal to he's basically saying we don't want too many of them, so we're gonna not we're not gonna allow more than one in a one mile radius. I thought this was country was built so, on competition, so we're, like the free market. You're downtown Boston, right? <laughs> What's one mile? You're talking uh, the theater district. You're talking Beacon Hill. You're talking um, probably the. TD Garden area, North Station. You're talking so he about, wants all the he wants exclusively all the rich clients, the and, and, and it's as everyone else deals with you're them. You're talking about this. You know what I mean? So you're talking about a huge area, yeah. And they're going to get a monopoly from legal and medical. That that's the latest story. I mean, if people don't think something's rotten here, I, I don't know. I I think there is. I'm uh, telling yeah. you right now. And I, I'm not worried about getting sued because I'm just giving my opinion. I, I I'm not saying I definitely know. But I think that there's a lot, uh, you know, it's kind of the thing where you see smoke, there's usually fire. Absolutely. We're seeing a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. And being. it's not the good smelling smoke either. Yeah. And some of the stuff I'm seeing and, and hearing, you know, we, I, I think people will be very interested in the story when it comes out on Monday from Dig Boston that I wrote. Um, I want to hear from you. 617-500-7100. What do you think about this whole Patriot Care protest? Dan the man, you're messaging me on Facebook, but you're too afraid to call in. You know the phone number. We also um, want to talk about um, medical marijuana in Rhode Island. Did you see this one, Two Roads, while you were away in Haiti? No, what's that? What's oh, my God. Oh, did they shut, they shut down Elevated. I well, know. that's different. We're not talking about that. We're right. talking about medical marijuana in, in Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Okay. What is happening is uh, the governor has proposed a tax. Like, they basically have a you know, big deficit like everywhere else. And, then, and, like, one of her top initiatives to raise money was to tax the medical marijuana per plant for caregivers and dispensaries. Ooh. And at a huge amount. And they and they and they had this huge inflated price. Like they were like each plant. I don't even know the quote, but it was like each plant's like worth twenty seven thousand dollars. It's like what? Yeah, it's like <laughs> I mean, what plant is he from? Yeah, what has he yeah, been smoking? It's a female. It's a female governor. The governor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. No, but yeah, she's definitely been. Smoking. And patients are going crazy, understandably. So uh, we'll be taking calls on that too today. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Uh, I think and like you know what the state had a deficit before they legalized marijuana. Okay, so don't blame the marijuana all of a sudden for your deficit. It's the tax and patience too yeah. is just like horrible, and then to do it so stupidly, like to put out these statements that just are like nobody is getting this kind of money that they're quoting. Like these hacks, your hacks. Her name's uh, Governor Gina. Her, her first name. I'm just calling Governor Gina. I don't even know her last name. Governor Gina, you're a joke. Like you, you, you really are a joke on this. And six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. I guess that's why we're here. We're we're here to just call people out, right? 
Absolutely. Not to just shout them out, but to call them out for what they the are. The positions of power. Wow. <laughs> we give them the authority. Or they, you know, again, we assume that they have the authority or they give themselves the authority. Well, they get elected and they, they think that, uh, oh, well, just uh, marijuana is like uh, tobacco. It's not that popular. No one's going to get upset about it. It's like, no, you're saving people's lives, you stupid idiots. You know, when we're loud and we're vocal, things happen. So hopefully. But it's just funny how politicians never study history. They're, they're politicians, why don't they study the history of, like, why it became legal in the first place? And they I don't care about that. No, they don't care about the truth. They don't care about justice. They don't have time for that. No, they don't. They already know. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, they're smart. Smart enough. hacks. Yeah. Smart enough to lie and yeah. to keep the lies yep. going. And there's also this other thing this week we wanted to talk about. Uh, there's been a bunch of stories that have come out, and they're all directed by the Secretary of State, uh, Will, uh, Mr. William Galvin, Galvin, who's the Democrat. He's had this office for a while now. And this guy is putting out these stories about the United Independent Party. You know about this? No, I do not. Oh, my God. It's, the United Independent Party has like tens of thousands of people enrolled now. Um, most of them are like me. They want to support the party. They want to see it get official status on the party. And that's why they've enrolled. I haven't yet enrolled, actually, but I'm planning to right after the primary. Because I want to vote in the Democratic primary, so I'm still unenrolled. After that, I will uh, join the UIP. Uh, Evan uh, Felchuk, the chairman for the United Independent Party, and the guy who ran for governor and got over 60,000 votes mm -hmm. for governor, um, has... Let people know in his emails and all his correspondence and media interviews that he do, does that uh, he would suggest that any other United Independent Party members who want to vote in the Democratic or Republican primary should uh, unenroll from UIP, go unenrolled, and then change back like I am. Yep. Um, but Mr. Galvin decided that he needed to warn everybody and make a big media controversy about it. Like, he was working with Evan, and Evan had, like, you know, how he wanted it to be presented, which was fine, to let everyone know. If they wanted to unenroll, they could by this date. But he wanted to make it, he started going on the media and making it seem like people had mistakenly enrolled in the United Independent Party, that they weren't smart enough to know, and that there was going to be a big complaint from people uh, in a couple of weeks from now when they go to vote and they're un they're enrolled in United Independent Party because they 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 meant to be independent and unenrolled they got mixed up I'm not buying it I'm not I mean yeah. maybe a few people from out of state some new young college kids or whatever but I think it's few and far between I think most of those people like Frank Capone my buddy Frank Capone he's he's you know, my former co-host, he's a United Independent Party. He didn't do that because he's stupid and, uh, you know, he's been enrolled. He's been enrolled for years, you know. He's been a voter. He's been a Republican at one point. He was an unenrolled at one point. Now he's a United Independent Party. He chose it on purpose. He wants to support them. Understood. I mean, and I, I just feel like the Secretary, Secretary of State is like... Um, Using his office. Well, political and, gain. And, um, but besides that, it's the fact that he doesn't give the voters the benefit of the doubt. Or I think he's really lame, too. Like, look, let's talk about the numbers, you know? Like, I bet that most of the people that are in UIP, you know, they, I bet they either came through... Um, uh, fun, um, what am I saying? Signature, like uh, enrollment. That's what I'm trying to say. Enro they do enrollment drives. UIP goes out to college campuses. They go out to places. They sign people up to vote. So I bet a lot of the new ones for, from that 
from UIP signing people up to vote, new new members, mm-hmm. new new registered voters, which any cause does all the time, and a lot of folks like myself who have been enrolled for years, registered for years, voting for years, who changed from unenrolled or Democrat or Republican yes, to UIP. Independent, exactly. Because we knew what we are doing. I bet if you yes. look at the numbers, it's easy to see. But he's being a hack. He's, he's ignoring all that information to present an alternate reality in the media. So, the, you know, Howie Carr's trumpeting it on his show. Number one radio show in Boston. Unchecked. Well, that's how it is. It's, it's reported in Boston. All these websites, you know, it's like... Well, the, 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 that's the thing. I mean, the media no longer questions, questions what is said to them. They just it's even like, more it's, than that. They want to keep this party down. They want to keep the people down. They don't want a second or third party in the no. state. UIP has a chance to be the second party. There isn't a second party. The Republicans are a joke yeah. in the state of in Massachusetts. In the state of Massachusetts, no. no one so we need the UIP, and I think they're the second party. They're the ones that speak for the people. They showed it with the Olympics. The you know They led that cause. They, they are the unsung hero on opposing the Olympics. They were the ones that were going to put it on the initiative and actually scared that major money. They, they, that was politically genius, and that's what Evan and his group are doing right now. That's why they can get tens of thousands. People see it. The real people in this area, we see it. There's a huge community. We showed it when the media was ignoring him for the run for governor. They, they were like, oh, he shouldn't get any debates. We invited him on. We had him on the show over and over and over again. He was so popular. We had so many calls. We had, a, we had an open uh, forum, a straw poll on the show from our listeners. We got like 50 calls in that hour and a half, and like three, you know, 90% were voting. When you and actually win Every the- party, Green Party, Democrats, Independent, everyone was calling. When- 617-500-7100. We have a phone call. We're going to take that call. What do you got to say, Rhodes, too? When democracy actually works, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, we're showing it. Who's on the phone? Hello, Mike. How are you? Good. How you doing, Dan the Man? I'm good. Can you tell I'm a little amped up this week? Oh, I can tell. Jeez, what's going on? No, nothing. Now you're doubting me. What are you doing? What's going on? What do you got to say? You're talking about the campaign, right? For... Democrat and Republican? Yeah. What do you got to say about it? Uh, I'm undecided right now. I'm not a voter yet, but I'm going to register the vote. But my vote is going to go towards Trump. Too late, buddy. You didn't register in time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what to do, Dan the Man. You know, no, I'm going to vote for Trump because I think... You can't. You're not registered. It's too late. You missed the deadline. <laughs> oh. So, Dan the Man, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go down to your town hall and register to vote, and I want you to register for United Independent Party. That's what I want you to do. Because it's too late. You can't vote for Trump. You might be able to vote for him for president if he wins the Republican nomination November 4th, I believe it is. But you won't be able to vote for him in the primary. So next, so you support Trump. Why do you support Trump? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good uh, question. I, th- I think I think he he knows what he's talking about. Like he has goals that he wants to work on when he gets in the office, and I think he'll get it done. Yeah, like, kicking out all talking about um, kicking out Muslims out of the country. You really support building that? a wall? Yeah, you build. build a, you think Mexico is really going to build a wall for us? 
No. What about all the negatives? Go, like if all, you go to Wallace, they'll yeah. probably take it down. Yeah. Well, fortunately for you, Dan the Man, and us, all of us, is that Donald Trump, I believe, has no chance in hell at winning the, in the general election. I agree with that. You could be right. You know, Bernie I am Sanders right. Bernie Sanders will come kill back him. and Bernie you know, Sanders or Hillary Clinton. Group. Who do you like better, Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton? Uh, Bernie Sanders. All right, so All right. you're one of those that just you you want you're against the establishment right now. That's the feeling, and that's why you know what? That's why our numbers keep going up. We're against the establishment. We're the place to give the voice to the people. We even let Dan the man, who who missed the deadline, who talks crazy by supporting Donald Trump, weigh in. Don't we, Rhodes? Yes, we do. Because we're about freedom of speech up in here. Dan, you're lucky today. <laughs> I'm always lucky. You know why? Because I'm in a good mood. Triton is in the sectional, uh, the sectionals today. Triton wrestling at Triton High School. Do you have any updates for me, buddy? They uh, they had a final today at nine, and I think they had a meet. Then they were on a four, but they, I haven't heard any updates yet. Are they in fourth the, place? What's that, Mike? They're in fourth place? I don't know if they're in fourth place or uh, at the last meet they had to before 4 o'clock. I don't know. I haven't heard any updates You know yet. what? you got to be better than that. I'm paying you peanuts. That's it. I need more. I need. I need to know. Uh, do they have guys in the finals? Uh, how many sectional champs did they get today? What place did they get? I need to know. I need a trade and wrestling update. I need you to scour that and get back to us. Okay, I can do that. Mike. I don't want to hear about Donald Trump. I want to hear about trade and wrestling. That's all you can do now. Trade and wrestling updates. Okay. All right, Dan. Call us back later and let us know how Triton did. Oh, that will. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. If you want to call in and uh, talk about Donald Trump, you're going to have to offer us more than that, right? Absolutely. You know, this something of quality. Give me something, damn the man. You're like talking about Trump. Get the hell out of here. I love yeah. Dan the man, but Jesus, and and he's not even registered. Like he's like, I'm voting for Donald Trump. No, you're not. You missed <laughs> the deadline, dude. Get registered, and then I can't give you a hard time. You should yeah, vote every is, year. What is up with that? Well, you know? he's learning. We're, we're, he, he's a good kid. I love First Dan. Of all, he that's knows I love him. If you Dan, guys are listening, Dan does a lot for charity. He's always he's got a good heart. He's a good person. Love him, but I, I gotta give him a hard time about Donald Trump on our show. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying again, like if you're gonna be calling on a show, at least be registered to vote. <laughs> well. We're getting registered. We're getting people registered to vote. We shouldn't get down on them when they're No, not. no, but I'm just saying. Sometimes just saying, they don't that, know. That's the, part, that's the part of the They don't know they got the power. That's, it is the part sometimes of the power. The, I mean, that's the problem with young people. Young people don't realize sometimes they have the power. But the ones that that are involved, those are the ones we should be paying attention to because they're energized. They have they have passion. They have, And that's what um, we're talking about. I want to talk about Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton today. Um, Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire, which is amazing. He's not... Yeah, let's hear it from Bernie for that. Let's hear it well, let's give it from New Hampshire yeah. for that. New Hampshire for being smart yeah. enough to know who... Like, okay, okay. But it was who the young pick? people who have been behind him. Um, mm -hmm. I think we all agree. But now it's uh, the African-American vote. Right, Rhodes? Well, they keep saying up, that. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like... South Carolina. Even, that's even, up for grabs. That is up for grabs. And well. it's for Hillary, supposedly. That's who... who but that's again. she's got a more of a history with that. Well, let's but just I say, she say does. Some, yeah. But the thing about Bernie Sanders, that uh, 
it's the young people who are who are really behind him. It seems like right now, um, and there's this question mark on the Clinton campaign where they keep saying that Hillary's electable, and that's why we should all support her because Hillary's electable. And I'm saying no, Bernie is electable. Bernie is the guy that will get the young people to vote. Bernie is the guy that will get record. We saw it in New Hampshire. Give him that platform. Vote for him. Support. If you really believe in him, but you're supporting Hillary because you think she's more electable, you're crazy. Well, I she's th- got so I, much I baggage. Think I think it's so the much other negative. way around. I think people are publicly supporting Hillary, but secretly are planning on voting for for, I hope for Bernie so. I because hope they're so. like, well, yeah, we got like they. You mean they've been behind her for so long? Like, how can they just all of a sudden be like, you know, we're jumping ship? You can. No, no, they can't. Can. No, well, again, because like, someone has so much negative baggage. She's got this I've FBI actually, investigation. I know, but I, this is real stuff. I she's agree. got the Bill Clinton issues with the affairs. She's got Donald Trump, who's like saying the most outrageous things. He's gonna destroy her, um, he, and uh, he's gonna be the nominee. So oh, Donald Trump saying. versus Hillary Clinton, no way. No, Bernie versus Trump, Bernie wins. Yes, Bernie wins big. All I'm saying is that, again... Trust that, Mike Crawford. Trust my the, judgment. The consensus is, although there are people that are working on her camp, they're secretly supporting Bernie. That's all I'm saying. I hope so. And and uh, if you're an establishment elected official, city council, state rep, state senator, uh, national senator, congressperson, you know what? you got to think twice on this. you got to wait like, like uh, you know, our Senator Warren is doing. Don't like so many of them are back in Clinton right now because you know why they're back in Clinton? You know why all the super delegates and do you know why? Because she's got the money. Yeah, because she raises money for them. She's been courting them for the last couple of years. She's been raising money for them. Yeah. Bernie doesn't. Yeah. But again, this election isn't about money, is it? It is because the issue is so big about Wall Street. But it's not the money isn't winning right now. No, because Donald Trump's are, winning without really the corporate money, spending the corporate money, no. and Bernie especially is winning without the corporate yeah, money. Absolutely, and and it's about the people. So the people got to stand up, and and that's why Bernie is the guy who he's electable. He is totally electable in this I campaign. Agree. And if you're an establishment uh, representative, you got to wake up. You got to get on the Bernie bus. You you want to get reelected? The Bernie bus. Feel the burn. Yeah, and you got to start talking about these issues. Black Lives Matter is important. Black lives do matter. They I, do. I, no, they do. I'm not even saying that. All I'm going to say I is am like, Black Lives Matter. Okay. All I'm saying and, is and like, again, that's another matter. way where they again kind of kind of try to split the issue and separate the issue. All lives matter, but the reason why I'm saying this is all like lives let's, matter too, let's but, focus but, but on the issue. The point. Black let's lives focus on the issue. Matter as much as. Can we just focus on the issue of police brutality and injustice? If we we just focus on that, exactly, because that same thing that's going on with your your friend there in Colorado that was falsely excused—that's prosecutional misconduct. Again, again, it wasn't police, but again, if we follow to the letter of the law and start to try to break it down into subgroups of like, oh, they were violated because they were black, they were violated because they were white, they, you know, it's like no, let's just find out. Let's go to the core thing. They were violated. They violated this law. Violated that law. I agree, but you're missing this point. Is that things get fixed when it happens to white people? We oh. have a pill epi- epidemic, and now oh, 
treatment, not oh, incarceration. Exactly. Because it's white people. Exactly. When when white people started getting arrested for marijuana, then it became legalization time. Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about is like, we need to make Black Lives Matter. And number two, we need to look at this banking uh, situation. These I'm not are, saying black lives don't matter. All I'm saying is no, like, if we just focus on the fundamental issues instead of letting it be split into like, okay, the, you know what I mean? The, the, because again, they fought for civil rights to guarantee. It's, it's, you're either acknowledge the real reality or you ignore it. And, and, and I am not ignoring the reality. And I'm, I want to as a black man, I, how can I say no? It doesn't exist. There are prejudices and there are people that, but again, we don't need more laws. More legislation is not, not going to fix laws. the problem. It's about actually acknowledging it and actually That's looking exactly. into it and like taking, like, like Ferguson, for instance. You know, that place exploded. It wasn't so much about, you know, this kid, he, you know, looking at the case, it wasn't as good as what you think, you know, whatever. But the reality is the Justice Department is now looking into Ferguson because they, they ticketed people and, and systematically people exactly. for money. And there's certain and periods, 90, what is we it? all know this, both white and black. The town was 70% black, and, yeah. but yet the entire police force was pretty much and 90% if black. if you're white and you're against Black Lives Matter, you don't get it because the, a lot of the issues that are being brought up in Black Lives Matter also affect poor white people, exactly. too. Exactly. So and so, so it's all like we're, we're all together on this. You exactly. can be white. You that. can support Black Lives Matter. But let's be on that. There's other issues like that. Where like I want to talk about the two or three big issues that keep coming up in this election, which are great. That haven't. I've been watching campaigns for so long, and the only people who bring it up is like a Ron Paul. But now we got the leading Democrat who could win this election, Bernie Sanders, and even Hillary Clinton bringing up Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Now I got even Hillary Clinton okay, well, starting to talk about the banking issues. Okay. And what, what's, what's the banking issue? The economic issue? The job issue? The fact that young people can't find work? That young people are getting paid crap? That the richest people have benefited the most? Yeah. We bailed out these banks, and yeah. they had record years on Wall Street. Like we an, bailed out these banks, and they still got their Christmas bonuses. Is, yeah. uh, the rest of the American people didn't. Well, they got increases cost on health care. They got increasing costs on, uh, on, on living in terms of rents mm-hmm. and mortgages. The interest rates are zero, but everyone's still paying 20% on their credit cards. You know, in Iceland, what they did was like they actually arrested Put the people bankers. in jail. Yeah. So again, like as you were saying, as far as like the black lives, and let them matter, go out of business. Your your yeah, bank doesn't exactly. have the money. You're, you're out, out of business. business. Exactly. That's what the free market should do. Bail out the people, not no, the no, not not the, not, not the institutions. Banks. Exactly. And let then, them fail. And then the Citizens United that says corporations and people have the same right as people. That's another BS uh, bullshit decision. But um, privatizations of prisons. Again, that's another issue that they should definitely be talking about, which they are talking about. Some people are talking about, but the idea that you're making, you have stock and the fact that people are going to jail, of course there's going to be an incentive to put more people in jail by passing yeah, well, more look laws. at Bernie Sanders. We want to talk about Bernie said uh, yeah. two million people in jail in America yeah. like in a certain amount of time, you elect me. I think he said in like the first year or first six months or whatever, he would he would end that number so that we're not number one anymore. That is terrible. The fact that we were supposed to be the freest country in the world, but yeah, we have more people in prison than Russia and China combined. Yeah. So if you're a young yeah. person, Bernie Sanders, right? No, Bernie okay. Sanders is the man. Unless like. we hear differently, we heard differently from Dan the Man today. You want to go with Dan the Man? Go ahead. 617-500-7100. We're the Young Jucks. We're, we're due for a break. We've been yelling at each other a little bit. Oh my God! Did, did is this true? What? Did Scalia die? Who? I don't know. Are we breaking more news? Today? Oh my God! Please say yes. What? Why you Justice Antonin Scalia. Yes. That is, 
That is completely true, dude. Oh, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. You're, oh, no. You're really like... Uh, oh, dude, he was horrible. He nah, was horrible. He, he was right wing, but I'm not happy when someone dies. I'm just... No, well, I'm happy well, the did fact you, that did he, you, we can get a nomination in before he... No. Uh, uh, the the Republican... A uh, uh, large amount of Republicans are blocking Obama from uh, from trying to uh, elect somebody else. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, great. they can do that. The Republicans. That's That'll be a big did. fight for them. You know what he should. Uh, he, I'm not happy when someone dies. I'm sorry. You know what he should put Bush up <laughs> to be another. <laughs> yeah. There's another case too that people are talking about with uh, this cop that got arrested in Newburyport. Oh yeah, I actually knew this kid growing up, so that's interesting. Maybe we'll talk about that after the next break. I don't know. We don't have much time in the show. We should take a break though. If you want to call in, weigh in, 617-500-7100. We've been going all over the place. Who do you like for president? Do you like Bernie Sanders? Do you think he can win? Um, are you supporting the protest of Patriot Care? What do you think about the Rhode Island medical marijuana? What do you think about the United Independent Party? What do you think about our event, Wicked Good Causes, coming up on Thursday, February 25th at the Microsoft Center? Are you going to that? Absolutely. Well, you're speaking at it. Yes. But I'm asking our listeners, call in, let us know. Or if you want to be lame, post a comment on our Facebook page. But I think you should call in. People are listening. I see the numbers. 617-500-7100 is the phone number. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. It's cold out there. It's dangerously cold. Don't go out. Keep listening to us. What do we got for music, Herbie? Uh, Will Daly. Will Daly. What song? Rise? No, Austin. Austin. Yeah, it's chilly in Austin. Let's listen to that. WEMFradio.com We're back live. The Young Jerks. That was Will Daly. He's amazing. Austin. He, uh, we had him in on the show for a few minutes uh, right after he did an interview with Ryan Spaulding on his show, uh, the Outlaw Road Show that comes before us every week, every Saturday. Uh, I love Will Daly. He's doing really well for himself. He's got a big event. I believe it's today. I'm not sure, actually. I should look up the date, but uh, that, at uh, a major museum. He's, he, the guy's doing amazing stuff, uh, good music, a nice guy. That was Will Daly again. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, my name is Mike Crawford. Also, you can uh, reach me on Facebook and uh, and Twitter, of course. On uh, Twitter, uh, Mike Can Boston at Mike Can Boston. Um, we have a phone call. We should take the phone call. Um, we had so much to talk about. We were even going to talk about some other things today. Uh, maybe about the police officer who's in some trouble in Newburyport, Mass. Named Steve Chase, and a kid I actually knew growing up. Um, I don't know. Maybe we will talk about that. Maybe we won't. Let's see what the caller wants to talk about. Uh, who's on the phone? Hello, it's Holly. Holly, wow. Healthy, heady lifestyle. The queen. <laughs> she makes her own headlines. She's, uh, I saw you in a story about like uh, some of the most powerful women in the industry, in the marijuana industry, that is. You have your website, your company, Healthy, Heady Lifestyle. What's up? How you doing? In, uh, are you still in Colorado? Where are you at? I am still in Colorado uh, currently, yes, that is correct. But I heard you say just call in and stop posting on Facebook, so I figured you were talking to me, so I figured I'd give you a call. I'm glad. I wanted to hear from you. That's amazing. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in so long, actually, and I miss you. This feels good I to hear your you voice. I miss you, too. Yeah. So how, what did you want to talk about? Anything specifically? Like, Did you hear some of the topics we're talking about today? Absolutely. I'm up to speed. Um, I definitely just posted on Dan the Man Jarvis's uh, Facebook page to let him know a little bit more about Bernie Sanders and 
hoping he feels that burn. Yeah, well, it's even too late for him, but maybe he can actually contribute something and get some people who actually registered to vote to vote for Bernie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you... Hey, I think it's good. We need to educate him, though, because he needs to get on board and, and not listen to Donald Trump, definitely. Well, <laughs> I love that you're needling him, too. He'll he'll probably listen to you. Um, what do you think about some of these other issues today, like the, the Patriot Care, number one? I mean, what do you think about this whole protest happening, and what's your viewpoint? Well, I thank you for at least um, bringing it to everybody's attention. I need to still learn more information about what's going on. Obviously, um, um, I feel I feel a little bit removed with with the uh, current uh, program in Massachusetts, but I've been trying to keep up to speed. And you know, uh, the bottom line is safe access for patients. And obviously, um, it is important for us to all have access to be able to um, cultivate a small amount for ourselves as well. So, you know, I'm. I'm I'm nervous to see some things like this happening, and and uh, you know one of the one of the comments is uh, you know we want to make sure that that it is very transparent. That was the whole idea about this process to begin with. I agree, and you you start to question, but what people's interior motives are when you look into things, and uh, that's what's got a lot of people concerned. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the Rhode Island medical marijuana? Oh man, and that's another one too. I gotta get, I gotta get more education. I gotta get more information. But, Basically, they want to, um, they want to give a huge tax. Time. They want to. I, I want to make sure people understand too, because I don't know yeah. if I explained it enough. They want to do like I think a hundred dollars per plant tax, plus like something like that for dispensaries, a lesser amount for dispensaries. But still, they want to do a huge tax on patients no. for medical marijuana. That's not going to yeah, that's not going to work. I mean, we obviously are looking at something that's not covered by insurance. So when you have people, you know, who are on fixed income or disability, and they're utilizing this for medicinal purposes, you're really taking it out of the reach of their hands. That's not fair. Yeah, and you got a question: uh, Are they going to start locking patients up if they're not paying their taxes on it? Right, right. For medicine, no, that's extremely that's frustrating. That's really sad to hear. Um, I've been seeing a lot of posts and comments about people getting together and rallying, getting more information, and trying to make a change down in Rhode Island as well. I hope so. <laughs> no, the Rhode Island. I think that um, the issue, like again, the, the, the patients and the people advocating, speaking of uh, where the governor will definitely hear them. They have people in the legislation that have, like, the reason why it got passed was one of the senators, one of the fellow senators, um, has cancer and he needed medical marijuana. So I think, like, they, there's going to be a personal pushback of, like, listen, this is really for the patients. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't pass. Uh, let me ask you more. Um, what about, um, I want to ask um, about how you're doing and, like, what's going on with your company right now? Well, I, uh, I, I, I'll give you a quick update. I don't want to take away from the topics that you have at hand because it is important stuff, but we're getting ready to launch um, in March, so we are super, super excited about that. Um, I, I owe you an email just to touch base anyhow so we can talk some more. Um, it looks like we'll be, we will be participating in the event in April. Um, that's going to be at the Heinz Convention Center, so hopefully you'll New be England able to Cannabis see us Convention? That's going to be awesome. It's uh, right after April 20th, New England's Cannabis Convention. Can't wait. Yep. I think I'll be speaking there. I'm pretty sure I will. Um, that'll be awesome. I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> Very excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's been great. We've been busy, busy. Uh, we're just trying to kill it and make it happen and, and uh, provide, you know, this opportunity for people to get into the cannabis industry, educate some more people, 
you know, really get hands-on training about all the different forms of uh, consumption and then normalize it. Let's break the stigma. Let's allow people to utilize this and, and move away from this, you know, opiate epidemic that's sweeping across the, you know, the East Coast. It's not cool. I know, right? It's it's funny how it starts to come out that we've been right all along, and some of the media will report that news once in a while, and then the next story just totally ignores it. We're still fighting it, but cannabis is way better than opiates. Uh, it's a safer way. It's a safer way to to reduce the opiates too. Is is cannabis? We all know this. We got to say yeah. this all the time to people because, like, look at me. They 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 want to say that some people started with cannabis and ended up on opiates. Well, what about me? I started out in opiates. I gave them up in like two weeks and went to cannabis. I've been using cannabis for 17 years. I'm not addicted to opiates because of cannabis. I got this wicked back pain, this wicked spinal injury that I got slammed. My back is all messed up for 17 years. I'm in pain every morning when I wake up, every night when I go to bed. It stinks. It's not the worst thing in the world, but hey, I need something. And cannabis is the best. It's so perfect for me in my situation. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get why these politicians still don't get it. We need to make it legal. Um, you know, Holly, I want to also ask you uh, about the story. This, this story I was referencing. You, I saw some big headline. You, you, you get a lot of media, but this is the newest one. What, what, what is it about? Um, so there was an article uh, about some powerful uh, females in the industry, I believe, and uh, um, they did highlight um, Healthy Hetty and myself, which was awesome and absolutely humbling. Um, most of the faces that I was, I was up there with, um, I do interact with their C on a regular basis, so that was a really cool um, place to be alongside them. And, you know, we're really trying to, to make a difference, and um, as a female in this space, it's really important. We have a lot of scrutiny obviously to, to uphold and maintain and make sure that, you know, the, the level and standards that we bring to the game is, is on point. So, you know, it adds a little bit of a, a pressure on that side, but you know, we're, we're really just trying to make sure that um, individuals have that knowledge base, the education side. And, let's, you know, again, let's, let's show I'm, I'm a cannabis consumer. I'm a good person, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And we shouldn't have to flee to other states to build businesses or to get medicine to save ourselves, our children, or anybody else. That's right. And that's that's what we're fighting for. Um, again, I, I want to go back to the what you brought up earlier, Bernie Sanders. Why are you supporting him? So I am actually um, a registered uh, independent voter myself, um, and so and, I'm with and, the United Independent Party. Are you are you with UIP? Yeah, I am. Yes, um, I remember, you know obviously um, you know get, with with. Uh, What's our gentleman friend there that did Evan all of Falchuk. this? Falchuk. Uh, Mr. Evan Falchuk, you know. Um, I've, I've, I've always chosen the independent party just so that I can make sure that, you know, my interests are kept in line. Um, I really don't like the two-party side, but I really do feel like Bernie has a lot to be able to bring to the table. I think that, you know, he's got um, a great great opportunities to be able to change a lot of things and the way that he thinks and the way that he sees things it's more relatable for me um you know the, i don't feel confident with the other parties that are there um and i really think that bernie's going to bring um a great need to, to what we need to change in this country so i'm excited to see that you know he was able to raise so much money in such a short amount of time after the new hampshire um primary which is you know a, a fascinating feat in itself not taking you know big business and, and super pack money. Uh, I think that that's something that we need. Yeah. Who do you think can 
more likely beat Donald Trump or Ted Cruz? Hillary or Bernie? <laughs> Definitely Bernie. Yeah, me too. That's what I don't get, the whole electable thing. I look at these people that tell me that I need to vote for Hillary Clinton because she's more electable. I just laugh. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Bernie is way more electable. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree for sure. All right. Well, I appreciate your call. Thank you. It was great talking to you, Holly. I can't wait to see you in April. Is Steve coming out too in April? I don't know if Steve will be here, but uh, we'll, we'll, I'll keep you posted, and I'll definitely uh, be in touch, and maybe we can connect again, and I can give you guys a little bit more information about what's happening on Healthy Hetty's world. Awesome. Healthy Hetty lifestyle. Check it out. Love it. Thanks, guys. That's Holly. Thank you so much. You guys have a great show. Thanks for all the information, and uh, shouting out and letting the people know what's happening. Thank you. Peace out. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. It's good to see uh, hear from her. She's listening to our show too. I like that in that Colorado. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. She wants to know what's going on. She's a castmate. She was on the show for quite a bit. Uh, that's Holly. She was she was on air talent before you were Rhodes. And then she got up and moved to uh, Colorado, where she's got her business going, healthy lifestyle with her husband, spreading education. Uh, making the news herself. She's like I said. Uh, you know, when we're looking for sponsors and advertisers, and when we talk to them, they say, "What kind of audience do you have?" And I said, "Early adopters, uh, tastemakers, people nice. who are doing their own stuff. They want to know what's going on. They don't want to waste time. They know in the ninety minutes they're going to pick up a lot of new news." Nice. Yeah. Right. That, that is true. That is true. You get educated here. No, I mean, even myself, I, I feel like, you know, when I hear about education, Holly's talking about education, I start rolling my eyes because that's all I do. And I just get sick of it. But then even on the show, I still get education. I learn new things. I love it. It's, you know how we mostly learn? From our audience. That's how I get all my tips and my news. I mean, even the news I'm breaking in Dig Boston we talked about today, a second consultant with a domain from Patriot Care. You know, it's showing some kind of, uh, maybe it's a little more organized than Patriot Care would like to admit. Maybe Patriot Care is actually, uh, what they've been denying is actually true. That they are behind the opposition campaign to legalization. That they're trying to protect their monopoly. Things we talked about today that we brought up. And the and reason why I think a protest is good. I, I think it's good. I think it's good to push back against them and say, hey, we see what you're doing. We don't like it. We're patients. And we're watching you. I'm going to make it known. And you got to actually start doing the right thing. I agree. For patience. No, it's, exactly. It's a patient advocates. It's patients to actually be able to speak up and say, like, this is our medicine. This is our right. And it's it's just a shame that, the, again. And legalization, that, that this initiative helps patients. It shouldn't have never been illegal in the first place. And all you Bay State repeal people, I know you. I love you. You know I supported your campaign. You need to get on the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol. Because you know why? You see who's really against it. It's the real enemy. It's these monopolists, these cartel members. CRMLA gives us more freedom, especially with the Grow Your Own. Think about if everyone can grow 12 to 24 or 6. 6, 12, 24. Think about that. That's more freedom than we got right now. It helps patients. It helps everybody. So vote yes for the campaign to regulate like marijuana like alcohol. Protest Patriot Care because Patriot Care is against that campaign. And they need to back up. And they need to, to actually make a... Uh, you know what? You know how, see, uh, how Patriot Care can show that they're really with the patients? 
They can write a big check to the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol. I think that's what we should demand as patients. Or they could just hook up the patients <laughs> with medicine. Well, that's good, but let's 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 see them write a check. Now now that you've been drawn into this, yeah. we know you got a lot of money. You got Goldman Sachs money. The two guys who own it are former Goldman Sachs guys. So they, they got more locations uh, in their various companies that they have uh, than anyone else in America, basically. So they got a lot of money. Let's see them make a sizable contribution to the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol to make sure that patients get more access. Let's see if they really care about patients. Talk to the patients and ask them this question. Do, do you think it would be a good idea if Patriot Care should give the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol a lot of money because patients are going to be able to grow their own medicine with no BS, with no paperwork, with no, no with no nothing. No, well, that's the thing. Again, let's see if they're going to put their money, you know, where their mouth is. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. And until then, I'd say protest because Pro you know what? We don't want a monopoly. That, everything that Patriot Care has said so far, it doesn't pass muster. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I, I like Dennis as a person. He seemed like a great guy. Seemed like his heart's in it. But I think they're lying to themselves. And until they can prove otherwise, I'm, I'm saying protest. Not, you know, I'm at the point. I just I want patients to have access. If you're against patients being able to grow their own medicine, and I'm not saying that, that we shouldn't have dispensaries. We want dispensaries. Absolutely. No, exactly. It's a free market. So people should have a choice of where to yeah. want to go. If they want to grow their own. When you want to monopolize, forget it. Yeah. They want to grow their own. They can grow their own. They want to go to the dispensary. They can. You're not gonna, you might be able to get get away with that in other places, but you, I don't think you're going to be able to get away that, with that in Boston. I really don't. And uh, you know, this, I, I, I'm, I'm going to predict this. This will be the first protest that's coming up this Tuesday at the Patriot Care uh, Grand Opening, which is going to be exciting to see and hear about. But I predict there'll be more. Can you imagine the springtime? In the summertime, when Patriot Care is opening in Boston, downtown Boston, they—I don't think they have an idea of how many people that can, that a group like Mass Can can bring out in downtown Boston. I really don't. I've done a lot of protests, a lot of actions. I've worked with a lot of different organizers. Boston downtown—it's—it's it's easy to get people out. Mm. And uh, you know, when Patriot Care tries to open their Boston location. This is not going to end for well for them unless they get on board and do the right thing. That's my prediction. And uh, they can have all these million-dollar consultants, but all they need to do is call us, call the patients. We're talking to them. 617-500-7100 if you want to weigh in real quick before we leave. I know some of you are still uh, listening out there. I'm checking the numbers. Don't be afraid to call into our show. And before we leave, one thing you can do is invite your friends to Wicked Good Causes. Agreed. Like the page. Invite your friends to the Young Jerks Facebook page, too. It's easy to do. Yeah, yeah. All you got to do is invite... You know which the cool ones, the ones that will that are into these things, you know? Like, maybe they're not into politics. Maybe they're into good causes, but they'll... Invite them. You know who they are. Absolutely. They'll thank you later. They will thank you later. You know they will. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford, also known as Mike Can, and he is Rhodes Pierre over there. Yes, I am. I want to thank, uh, thank all the callers today. I want to thank uh, the first caller, who was Deanna Jean Ryder, who called in about her brother, which was, you know, we posted the link. I think she did a great job. I want to thank her for calling in today. 
I uh, also want to thank Dan the Man for spouting ridiculousness uh, for Donald Trump. Thank you, Dan. We need someone like you out there that we can pick on. <laughs> and uh, I also want to... Uh, uh, who else called in? Someone else called in, too. Who was it? It was a good call, Canna too. Canabeth for calling in. Yeah. 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 And I and also want to thank... Uh, who else? Oh, I know. Uh, Holly. Yes. Healthy, heady lifestyle, my friend. I, I just loved hearing her voice. You know, I just it just brings back all memories of all hanging out here and the good times that we had, and I can't wait to Aww. see them in April. Yeah, she's awesome. That's cool. She's she's a great person. Be glad to meet. We'll her. never be having a scandal about her. They'll never be like or her husband Steve. Like you know, I there's these scandals. Like there's a scandal right now with this police officer I grew up with, um, named Steve Chasen up in Newburyport. Uh, there's the scandals with this you know this former DPH guy Dan Delaney. And uh, the monopoly they're trying to set up with Patriot Care never happened with Stephen Hawley. You know what I mean? Some people you just know that they'll just never. They're just on the right side. They are. They like because like, I remember when they left. Um, they had like because they were stationed at different can of care doc shop, shops when the the healing. The, yeah. Yep. And then so when they left to, to go to Colorado, we wished them the best and boom. We love them. They're just they're in it for the right reasons. That's yeah. all you can say. Good people. Absolutely. And that's what we try to do here. So Wicked Good Causes coming up. Uh, get your tickets right now, wickedgoodcauses.com. Tickets are 11 bucks. Uh, you looking for a Valentine's Day gift or a date? Buy tickets. Send them to your girlfriend. She'll like them. It's for good causes. You know, send them as a you know gift to somebody if you need to. Support the cause. Because this, this goes to help our show. It also goes to help... Uh, uh, the uh, Institute for Nonprofit Journalism, the Boston Institute Nonprofit Journalism with Chris Ferrone, and two other causes that are going to be selected day of. It's a fundraiser. It's, you know, your money's well spent. 11 bucks to get in, even if you don't go. Just buy the tickets online, please. If you listen to this show, if you're out of state, you can't go, hey, throw us 11 bucks. Help us out because we do it every week and uh, we're helping you do it. And this is another uh, one of our first major events that we're going to be doing, Wicked Good Causes. we got a lot happening here at WEMF Radio. Stay tuned every week, Saturday at 6 p.m. We're the Young Jerks. We're going to check out with some music, right, Herbie? You know it. What do you got? Uh, Politicians of My Eyes by Death. By what? By the band called Death. Death? Yeah. I think you're fired on the music. Oh, you know? really? There was this on the the, the the station. I told you we were ripping off. From no, the but usually no, after the no, end, the show no. ends, I kind of just play anything, dude. No, you know what? Not anymore. Uh, this is no. it. This is it. I, I'm trying to keep the listeners strong for fresh weed till 8 p.m. Doing there our job. There we play tonight. Oh, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> I got you, you. you. You're always, you know what, Herb? I, the, the music has to be spot on every time from now on. Before, after, during. It w- it, it is, it? it is, and it and will gonna, be. We're going to rip off since, you know, I get ripped off so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. People rip off my stories. They rip off my videos. I mean, I've seen ch- multiple times now, my videos have been on Channel 5 where they even talk about us but say we don't exist and they play in my video uh they recently did another story where they ripped off my video of the yeah, show martin right. walsh they didn't report it we get ripped off all the time now we're gonna rip someone off there's a corporate radio stage they're not i i don't think maybe they're that corporate maybe i'm wrong we should look into them but there's a local rock radio station i like their music and we're gonna just play what they play on their on their radio station and herb that includes after the show do you get that I got it. Do you got a song? Whoa, 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 that, that, but, that, that, they don't play death. 
No, but actually, uh, 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 you approved this song pre, uh, like, one time, like, a long time ago, man. One time? Yeah. Is it good? Did I like it? You said it was okay. Then don't play it again. Uh. <laughs> Right. So you have like five seconds to find a song that's approved. Uh, 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 Rhodes, is this this hard? The difficult? No, it's not. Dude, we got it. We got it. I How asked for basic things. Get it done. The Clash. All right. <laughs> but then you're repeating songs. Well, I only have five oh, seconds. <laughs> See what I have to deal with? It's the basics. Well, you know, it's just kind of like. I love EMF Radio. I love Herbie. But just this one thing. WMF. <laughs> 